0: happy friday everybody welcome to the mando fan show i'm john thanks for joining us we are live on the star wars News Net youtube channel james and Lacey with me as always and our first guests of this season they're back once again uh they were here with us last year i forget which uh chapter it was but either way they're here now alex and molly damon from star wars explained welcome what's up Hi, guys. uh man a lot more like
1: fanfare at the start of your streams, we had to work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told them I was I like, we need artwork and music. And <laughs> we're on, okay. Hi. Everything you just, said, I was like,
0: <laughs> it was yeah. It's a, it's like a WrestleMania wrestling entrance. It's confetti exploding everywhere, and then we're just like, <laughs> we have to copy that energy. And sometimes when we record the regular podcast, it's not in front of it, so I just got to just be like, hey, what's going on? And it's just. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're here to talk about uh, Chapter Ten, "The Passenger," written by John Favreau, directed by Peyton Reed of Ant Man fame. Maybe get into that later for an Easter egg. But uh, James and Lacey, how are you guys doing?
3: I'm doing good. Um, I I'm taking the note from the season one and just going like up on that first one eh, a little bit down on the second one. Right. You know, mm. but, uh, all the hope with the rest of the season. Right. Cause it, it paid off last season. So, um, but a, I mean, it's still a great episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
4: Yeah. I guys, this might be the first one that I wasn't crazy about. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. I've been given all nines and tens and this is the best thing ever. And for once I was a little critical. So we'll yeah. get into it. But yeah. I apologize in advance.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let me fix mine. There we go. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, Alex and Molly, as you probably know, what we do here when we rate the episodes is the thing called the Pedro Pascal face scale. Uh, because when we started the Mando show, we weren't sure if we were going to see that beautiful face. That's so funny. we're like, let's get it a part of our show. Um, so what we'll do now is go around and rate this episode from zero to 10 uh, using halves included um uh and and have f- some fun do our averages and see where we're at with this thing so um i'll just kick things off uh because i think i would yeah i'm the highest out of us five here um so i guess i'm the shill in the crew i <laughs> gave the <laughs> seven, four, <eight>. <laughs> <laughs> i gave this thing a seven uh on the pedro pascal face scale uh, alex what did you give this episode uh,
1: I gave it a six and we were like debating what the scale means. Uh, but right before we went <laughs> five. It's like, yeah, a five is like very like that's just perfectly average for me. And then four is where I start disliking it. Six, I'm like, I liked it, but not nearly as much as the others. I, I agree with James.
0: That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so Molly, what did you give this episode? <laughs> I, I,
2: I, mean, I guess I didn't think about it too hard because when you asked me to rate it one to ten, I was like eh, five. <laughs> <laughs> but now i feel like i'm being a little bit too harsh but nah. i do have a question about the rating scale is a one uh pedro's face but the 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 black series version
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we should add that <laughs> that's a really good point we should we should get the like make him as like so like a five is him all bloodied from like Uh-oh. chapter seven and a, a 10 is like him in like game of thrones when he's like yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Viper. um yeah so now james you have to change that forever and make that the black series figure number one yeah um uh lacy what did you give this episode
4: i gave this episode six
0: Six. So, so that might Alex
4: and I are is that similar. your
0: lowest uh all time? It is. It is your lowest. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think last year you gave something a six five, maybe. Um
4: I didn't I don't think I went below seven.
3: Wow. Well, all right, right on. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get into why. Uh James. Um, yeah, I, I would like to reevaluate my scores and kind of space them out a little bit, but I this one was six five, which is with Lacey uh as my lowest from okay. last season too. So but I, I think I compare it to my least favorite of the last season as well, which was coincidentally episode two. So, six five for me, which John puts mm. all of us at an average of what
0: six one. Um, that could be a cum there. Look at that. Look at him. They're all Molly. There they're they all good looking. That's the nope. Problem. That's the patrons.
3: That's us. That's oh, us. Wait.
0: That's us. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Well, might as well tell them now that so our patrons. Uh, we take their average and throw it up here. They were a little more optimistic on this than us. They were a point higher at 7.1.
3: Yeah. They they got an
0: extra face in there. (laughs) (laughs) They're too good looking Molly. You're right. We got to change it. Um, (laughs) That's okay. my
4: fault because I originally made it, so I picked an attractive face of his. not <laughs>
0: Well, there's the wacky face of his going around too. Like maybe we should yeah. just do all the different Pedro faces. Like there's one. I just was like, if I have to figures. look at this
4: face, it might as well be his attractive one. So okay, there you go. All
0: right. <laughs> um, one of our patrons wrote. Uh, this is Matt Howe, uh, Commander Matt Howe. What's up, Matt? Thank you for this. Uh, he said 7.0. I'm not as upset as others that this was basically a. Ooh, this is a taboo word filler episode uh (laughs) in the grand scheme of eight episodes i'm sure the comedy monsters and pacing of this episode will fit perfectly i did not expect boba fett so again i had no high expectations that were let down the child was a hoot in this one his appetite is worrisome i kind of agree with that um so uh thank you all for that score but now um let's dive into some easter eggs uh from this episode we'll basically just kind of go around and and pass the baton along until we're out um so uh our guests of honor alex and molly whoever wants to go first uh, what's a cool easter egg you noticed or spotted from this or a reference to something that uh, is in pop culture or movies or something like that do
1: you want to go first
2: um i mean we kind of alluded to it but i we mentioned it in our show the fact that there's a giant (laughs) ant dr mandible (laughs) like, <laughs> and and the director of this episode also directed Ant Man, so I that's was just. That's like, good.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I I shouldn't even go after that. That is that's something I would never ever connect, and that's excellent. Yeah, I thought it
3: was. I I said it was Auntie from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which is a really really sad scene in a movie, by the way. I don't know if anyone I here think. has seen "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." That is—that's like the horse scene in "Neverending Story" or whatever that movie is, but yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, James, what do you got for an Easter egg?
3: Um, how about just Alien? Right. Like the original. Oh Alien. yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, like a, yeah. 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 Because because tiny there, Baby Yoda is is pulling open the egg and it and it falls open. You know what I mean? And I I'm. Sitting here, and I'm watching him eat that spider spoiler. And uh, you don't have to I don't say, know, I know you're watching this, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And then, and in like, in, in a weird way, I'm like, is that thing gonna like pop out later or something? <laughs> I don't know, but like, how he's sitting in front of that egg clearly, like, an homage to the way it's unfolded. I felt to the uh,
0: the alien egg. Interesting, okay. Someone else had told that, I said that to me earlier, too. Uh, Alex, what do you got?
1: I mean, I'll just take the obvious one. Get it out of the Krickna spider. The the Ralph McQuarrie concept art. They used it in Star Wars Rebels as well. But the yeah, spiders are based off of some concept art that was originally done for Empire.
0: Yeah, for yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Dagobah. Yeah, okay. And it's funny because I had looked up the artwork and like they really nailed it in terms of all the egg layouts and and that sort of thing. Um, and I'll admit, my first watch, I didn't connect those dots, and then you see other people bring it up. You're like, how I'm not that observant, unfortunately. Um, Lacey, what do you have for an Easter egg or a reference?
4: Um, The way that they're cooking the steak at the beginning on the pod racer engine is kind of a call to galaxy's edge and how they cook the steak there.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Think of that. Have you I also like steak? So (laughs) I had to give that one.
0: (laughs) <laughs> you do yeah have you guys have been I to been? Ed the oh
4: Hall? you're asking them yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes. you say. have oh yeah me and lacy are the only ones who haven't made it yet um we were supposed to go during celebration and we all we all know how that went down all were. Yeah. yeah yeah um all right what do i got here geez uh what do i want to pick i'll do i have one reach maybe i'll get that one out of the way or i just won't say that one actually yeah, I'm not gonna say this that this whole episode is oh, reach.
3: It wasn't very Easter eggy filled. How about this? The uh
0: the World War II plane freefall sound when huh. the Mando's razor crest is like plummeting out of the sky. It is that quintessential World War II movie, like Looney Tunes, playing like the big uh, propeller. Yeah, <laughs> like just like heading down to the ground. And it almost sounds like they ripped it right out of some old like World War II movie. And I know Filoni's... Big into that. His influence for Resistance was a lot about that. So mm-hmm. I would like to see if someone who's good with audio matchups to see if they could pinpoint where that came from. But uh, that's that one. Molly, do you have any others or uh, references or anything that caught your eye?
2: um The only other one I could think of is the the little guy who tr- tr- tried to take Baby Yoda and then tried to take the jetpack. We see someone very similar in The Force Awakens mm-hmm. with, in yeah. the scene where Ray is like cleaning. I mean, Mm. that's the same person. It might be the same person. Who
0: knows? But yeah, it's definitely got
2: the same face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It. uh, I was I was like, I know I've seen that guy somewhere before. And then I saw people posting pictures of
0: him. If he survived that fall, then good for him. (laughs) That
3: was amazing. (laughs) Thud.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Alex, uh, what else you got? Uh,
1: that might be everything except i now i forget it i do remember translating the arbesh in uh there you go what that planet was and now i forget what it was called um and the other one some of the other alerts you got when the x-wings come up say like proximity alert and Mm -hmm, incoming mm -hmm. transmission stuff Mm -hmm, like that but mm -hmm. i I remember looking at the planet name and i forget it now
0: oh you better polish up yeah i I looked it up earlier <laughs> oh, shoot. Do they include uh, *Mandalorian* in your uh, movie trivia shmodown stuff? Nope. No, no, oh, they yeah. don't. Considering uh, it though, because then it, it really—it's really going to open up with the other series too, like Cassian and uh, Obi Wan. And then if they throw—if they threw like animation in there, forget it. Like deep cut. Maldo Maldo
3: like Price.
1: Is that
0: the name that of the
3: planet? The ice planet that's also in chapter one.
0: Oh, is that what it's called? That's it. yeah, well, some... it's the
3: same planet. All oh, right. On. All right, James, you have any others? Um there also is a uh a, an alien, I don't know the species, but uh the, from Rogue One, big giant hairy guy. You see him stealing the um, the crystals uh yeah, on Jeddah, and he's also hanging out in the bar. Um, right the uh the cantina here in this and i was like oh that's kind of cool and and it's one of those things star wars likes to play sometimes where they're like it's the same one it could it could yeah. be any of them but they like to usually say it's the same person or they like to right. connect the movies and stuff yeah. um kind of like r4 or something it could have been any droid but it's r4 of course yeah so yeah
0: especially mandalorian seems to really like doing that um uh lacy do you have any others
4: I don't know if this is necessarily an Easter egg, but the frog lady's voice is done by D Bradley Baker.
0: Oh yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the
4: same that did yes. Yep. Misty Rosa, Rojas. Ro- Rosas? Oh,
0: she mm-hmm. was. Oh, okay. I yep. see when I, when I first watched it, I thought she was playing the character that you were just talking about Molly, but she does the frog lady. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, I wonder if she did the actual frog running or if that was CGI. That'd be impressive. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Baby Yoda running in this episode was great. Yeah, yeah, Aww. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, what else? Maybe I'll throw one more out there. Um, I got
3: one.
2: I got, I got another one.
0: I'm gonna Sorry. say I'm gonna say this: uh, the bald guy that he fights on Tatooine with a mustache reminded me of the bald Nazi at the end of uh, *Rise of the Lost*. <laughs> <laughs> and that might not be a reference, but it reminded me of that guy. So I'll just leave that at that. Um, Molly, you said you had another one.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, what's Amy Sedaris' character? Pelly. 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 wins with the hand of Idiots Array.
3: Well, ah, there you go. It, yeah, that's a good in, one.
2: Mentioned like off-screen in Solo, and it's also the title of an episode of Rebels, and that's the first one that um, Lando is in.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice. So, You're talking about when like the kids are gambling or something in Solo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, the very beginning, yeah. You can just barely I mean, hear.
3: I didn't notice that until we just did our solo commentary. And I had subtitles on, and I was like, "Oh, nice!" <laughs> oh, the kids at the beginning of solo are playing sabak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and one person, one of them wins with the uh, idiots array. Yeah, nice. Do you even like
1: solo, John. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it, it's
3: one of those things, Alex. Where <laughs>
0: just you miss it, and you just never catch it. So I don't know. Yeah, Um you guys have any others, Alex? I don't think I, I got know. one.
1: I I made, a, made a list.
0: James has one.
3: Yeah, I got I one. Um, they, uh, they sample or kind of recreate, uh, the, the Resistance song. Um, oh, John they? Williams, like March the, the resistance, resistance theme, March of the Resistance. Wow. Yeah, that plays, um, when they're negotiating the, and and uh, at the end and the X Wings are like leaving. If you listen closely, it's a very slowed down um, symphonic. I mean, it's obviously still symphonic, but the way that it's done, it's very stringy. Um, but you definitely make it out. And it's uh, it's quite interesting to hear that it's kind of a allude to what they later become. Yeah, you know?
1: that remi- like I was listening to or I was going back through last week's episode and I was trying to find like one specific thing and I sped it up so that I could just fast forward through the episode and the music sped up sounded very much like fistful of dollars or the good, the bad and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Like mm. it, it was like a little faster paced and just sounded like that. Oh wow. <laughs> like, it, oh, wow. Surprised if he does mess with uh time like that,
0: like a little ecstasy mm-hmm. of gold. Um yeah, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, James, you bring that up that March of the resistance. Cause to redeem my solo knowledge, they dropped that in there when Emphit's Nest is talking about the people rebelled or resisted. Uh, when, um, yeah, what was going on? Yeah. Um, John Powell makes a little too happen. He's always using that hashtag. Um, all right. Uh, Lacey, do you have any others?
4: Um, there was just a, a lot of mentions. He mentions like Hatiz, the New Republic. He says, May the force be with you, which is very interesting to me oh. because in the first season he like didn't know what the force was, yet yeah. he's saying this back to them, and I was just like, Oh, now you know.
0: <laughs> kind of like love- how Finn does in like The Last Jedi. He's like, Is this how yeah. you say it? Yeah. Well, yeah. and I love that they reply with, and also with you. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. which <laughs> I grew up Catholic, so it's like <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he he says it in a way that he's like, Oh, I hope people say this. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're flipped. I kind of wish the New Republic guys were like, May the force be with you. And he were like, And also
3: with you. Yeah, well, done. Yeah. uh,
0: write to John Favreau about that, fix it. <laughs> Yeah.
3: I I had never heard that until, um, I was working with, uh, someone in my new job and they, this was a couple years ago, but they said every time somebody says, may the force be with you, that's, they want to reply with that. And I was like, oh, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't raised that way. So I'd never heard that before. Mm -hmm. And now it was funny because I was immediately brought back to him telling me that story. When they said that, I was like, I think that's a Catholic reference.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It is funny that he says it in a way of like if I say this now maybe they'll leave and that's kind of why Finn said it to Rose he's like he's right. saying it to end the conversation.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh it also reminds right. me of a little bit of Han Solo uh yeah. with the uh, detention center like what do I say here to just stop what's happening right now? <laughs> but um I don't know that I have any a treadwell droid she mentions uh Pellimato, mm-hmm. um, which is that repair droid that we saw on um uh, owen's farm and and other places like that um and then they mentioned that prisoner uh quinn from chapter six his prisoner name is x6911 i don't know if that means anything but they reference him and that's that was prisoner name but uh yeah that's all i got so um any others before we move on to just chatting about this thing
2: apparently um what was uh rhodians like their meat overcooked yeah <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah that I was funny i really wonder if that's something from the clone wars i don't know i'm not some
4: rhodian <laughs> yeah
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah which uh
0: the most famous rhodian got cooked by han solo so there you
3: mm-hmm. go um, oh maybe maybe that right there
0: could be could be why'd you fry pork grito was the line yeah, he's of.
3: like he's like smoking and he's all black after that shot <laughs> in the gut. well done yeah for sure <laughs>
0: all right so um before we get into chatting about this we do have, we do have
4: some super chats
0: okay let's let us let's fire so those up.
4: first up is joseph who says you are all a great escape from this week thanks joseph for your uh, super chat thanks, we also buddy. have one more hold on Thank i'm you. scrolling up scrolling scrolling Stopped scrolling all right the other one was from uh very early on in the show it was scotty j Rowe saying we all have to get dinner again so thank you scotty oh, for your thanks. uh ah, super chat yes right on. one day.
0: <laughs> that was that uh chicago pizza back when uh star wars celebration existed bring your own boots i'll say that <laughs> 2022 here we come um <laughs> All right. Now, before we do uh, just get into the spoiler breakdown and general chat, I want to give out this week's uh, Mando Code number. Uh, so, if you don't know yet, we have the season long giveaway contest. I uh, reveal a number each week on the episodes, uh, including our season finale recap show. Uh, so, it'll be nine in total. And on that final show, we'll reveal how to submit your guesses to win the Mando Code bounty. And throughout the season, we will be adding additional prizes to it. We actually are adding one tonight, which is the oversized. Uh, Baby Yoda Funko Pop. (laughs) Whoa! So there he is. He doesn't come with any eggs or any spiders. Maybe some chicken nuggies. But there he is. So we're adding that to the bounty. uh, And um, which the grand prize is a limited edition Mandalorian box. Thanks to our friends at JewelryBrands.shop, which includes Werner Herzog's Empire Medallion, uh, Mm -hmm. the Mandalorian Skull Necklace given to Baby Yoda, and the Brick of Beskar Steel. Uh, so be sure to follow jewelry underscore brands on Twitter and go to their store. And if you purchase something, use TRB at checkout to get 10% off. Um, all right. So, uh, I hope you got last week's code. No one's going to give it to you because people want to win. They don't want you to win. So go back and watch last week's if you haven't yet. But the second number in the Mando code is 12. Jot it down. Get it tattooed. I don't care what you got to do. Remember it. All right. Now we're going to talk about this thing. Uh, we have one just, more
4: super chat that just right. came up. All right. Uh, so Jayseed says, "May the Schwartz bewitch you all." <laughs> May five star force people. Thank we're you. We're the five favorites.
3: All right. Yeah, I like five it. favorite.
0: Okay. Yay! Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jayseed. Very cool. Five is not less than three. Five is not less than three. That checks. I put a heart
3: at the end. He said <laughs> less than three at the end. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> um. All right. Uh, we, was that like a heart emoji joke you were just trying to make there?
4: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was all right. uh,
0: so to warm up the engines let's all go around and just give what our favorite either moment or shot was in the episode pretty simple so we'll start with uh, Alex um I
1: I really liked the the opening ambush but I think the part that really made me like sit up and go ooh this is getting good is when all the spiders started coming out
0: <laughs> oh god yeah um well, I, always- I part <laughs> definitely like indiana jones vibes with the rats and uh yeah. just the, a, an overwhelming swarm is just never a good thing I just um,
1: he pulled the little one out of the egg to eat it i was like uh-oh like
0: <laughs> he's always getting himself into trouble um all right uh, uh molly go ahead what do you got for your favorite moment or shot
2: um I'll go with the the jetpack. It's kind of like that little comedic moment, but also just Mando being badass and awesome. He's like, "Yeah, sure, take it." Yeah,
0: I do feel like his like the 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 what is it like quick shot action moments or something? There's something about this season where they're doing a lot of like the pow, pow, pow type stuff, and he's like pulling the thing, and it's hitting the two guys. It feels like Batman more this year. Yeah. I mean,
3: I would assume that's that's Peyton Reed.
0: Yeah, that, but even last episode. Choice.
3: Well, it's still yeah, at, it. at the
0: at the boxing match or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Well, thing?
3: Filoni oh. and Peyton Reed are both Marvel directors. <laughs>
0: Favreau, <Fabbro laughs> not Filoni, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, right. Filoni. Breaking news: Filoni's directing. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: uh James, what did you have a favorite shot or, or moment? Um. I, I my favorite like f- scene is what Alex was saying with the the spiders and stuff but my favorite star- single shot in this is after the alien falls from the uh, jet pack he looks down at baby Yoda and does it does his shrug and I feel like it's the perfect gift it needs to be a gift because uh, <laughs> it's just like all right, his choice his, his look back <laughs> at him made. was
0: very animated wasn't
3: it yeah yeah
0: Like, Baby Yoda had, like, personality in his face on that.
2: Yeah. He Mm. was like, oh, you killed another guy.
0: Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I see this.
1: (laughs) I love death.
3: (laughs) I do get the feeling Baby Yoda's a little sadistic. But Yeah. Well, he might be getting that way. I think,
1: I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about the eggs, but. Yeah. 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 All that. Yeah, <clears throat> um,
3: and, you know, real quick off the top of my head was that jetpack landing was that like a what is a Falcon six? <laughs> is that a Falcon six it's reference? SpaceX. Like, <laughs> yes, <yeah>, SpaceX, <laughs> like watching it land. Yeah. Have they ever had yeah. one that like landed and then fell over? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't know that Mandalorian jetpacks could do all that stuff. I'll be honest. That's pretty cool that you can control it from your wrist and that sort of thing. Cool. Um, Lacey, what do you got? favorite moment, favorite shot.
4: Um, a lot of my favorites have been said, but uh Ooh. I really loved the shot of baby Yoda reacting to the steak being cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard at that scene, and I don't think anything's going to top that for me. I don't know why. It's just two steak references, two <laughs> two episodes in a row. It just Look. it was perfect.
0: And she likes steak medium rare. That's it. that's exactly how you should have a steak. So, Pelemato know. knows what's going on um and then she just takes it like creed bratton in the office and just grabs it with her hand and starts eating it yeah. um i'm a great judge of character um <laughs> i'm gonna go with and this is where i'm gonna start up with alex here a little bit but um when trapper wolf goes to uh what's the other guy's name i forget his name already carson. yeah carson yeah and they're they're on the other they both sides of of Mando and he's on the channel with them and he just goes can you switch to channel two and then it's <laughs> silence and then they lock the S S foils into attack I position. Did,
1: I thought that was pretty cool because yeah. you're just like oh snap they're
0: yeah. <laughs> so you so now there's a, there's a canon conversation that happened between those two that we don't know that one day ma- like Dave Filoni will say this is what they said to each other. Uh, to making them realize they need to like bop, voodoo, bop, bop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? I just thought that I laughed so hard when it was just that subtle. I don't even know what type of humor it is, but all of a sudden you just see the wings open up, and he's just like, <laughs> "Oh no!" Uh, that's good. Yeah, that was my favorite. I had we a do couple. Have some
4: of, super chats. A if couple you of go other ones that. we'll
0: get into in a bit. Yeah, go ahead.
4: Yeah. Okay. So first up, we have Sweet Star Wars Delight. Thank you for the super chat. Who said tiny thinking? May the yeah. frog be with me during this episode. <laughs> i like that um and then david probus said pro b1 kenobi is here
0: Thank there he is what's that, up David? <laughs> it was just it was just david's birthday and he said he wasn't gonna make it to watch the mando fan show because he was going out to hibachi but guess what oh, you're here david i guess hibachi wasn't that good
4: yeah. yeah then we have matt who said was baby Yoda eating frog ladies embryos like we eat eggs at home or is the show <laughs> setting something up or was it just favro whimsy <laughs> i put this on social right after as like a reference without it being direct it totally seemed like elf to me where he's eating the cotton balls and oh, he's wow. like, stop it and he keeps eating them and he's just like oh oh and he eats them <laughs> which is john favro a- yeah yeah Uh, And then we also have John Reese who says the planet where Mando tiny and the frog lady are heading to where the Mandalorians has to be the Bo Katan reveal. Yeah. Question mark.
0: Maybe
2: we we talked a little bit. I hope so. I I (laughs) hope that Sasha Banks's character has some tie to Bo Katan.
4: That would be cool. Yeah. Thank you for your super chats guys.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, It's the hood. Yeah. Do you (laughs) want me to do it? No. No. I do, I do the it's real shots, bad. Uh, Sasha Banks stare Academy Award <laughs> performance. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm just going to get into it right now, Alex, before we dive in. I am making the case that by the time his run is done, Trapper Wolf better than Biggs Darklighter. What do you think about that? Is who? who would think that? Just, you know, Trapper well, Wolf.
4: It is a cool name, Trapper He's Wolf. He's the guy.
1: Yeah. No, Darklighter. I mean it's a little on the nose, don't you think
0: <laughs> I just think it's I, I don't know something I'll just put it this way, and I am it's just a bit I'm doing I, I think I know you love biggs and all that stuff, and I believe your love for Biggs is not ironic. I do think you actually love Biggs, dark lighter, but the something about Filoni, because I was never that big of a Filoni fan um he, he it's just so funny that he was so reluctant to play this character and they bring him back again. Like, I, and I think he's, he's shooting
4: a gun. That's the, <laughs> the scene that I was like, Oh, okay, Filoni. Like, yeah. at the end, he's just shooting a gun,
0: right? He's like, <laughs> James is like, I've had enough of Filoni. I'm
3: out. <laughs>
2: <For Daniel> <laughs>
0: out. <laughs> totally um, true. but I
2: have any extra lines in that scene, but he didn't, which I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 that's a good point. He didn't really talk after that point, but I like that he's like, Oh, we got our runner. Like, it's like the cliche, you know, X ex, uh-huh. Wing guy. James is back, okay. Um hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so why, why don't we just dive into the episode? Our well, overall I, I thoughts on a, Jump in on,
1: I do love, I do really like Trevor Wolf. I, oh, I do. He's
4: because, so great. Well,
1: We've had this conversation a few times of just like, I love the idea that now every season, John Favreau is going to like force Dave Filoni into an extra. <laughs> <movie>.
4: <laughs> yeah. like, I do it.
1: <laughs> this time, his helmet had like a wolf on it. So I feel like he oh, was like, so cool. serious, can I at least like put a wolf on my helmet? And then, <laughs> oh, can they okay.
4: sell that helmet? I want. And,
3: like, it. Yeah. Next year, I'm gonna have the cowboy hat and no helmet. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on 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 Resistance broadcast, I was very adamant that we were never gonna see Trapper Wolf ever again. Like never in a comic. I never said he's showing up. I I was, I said, I I think it was a nod. It was the three directors. It was, it was what it was. And the, the chances or the odds of randomly coming across one random star pilot, you know, I was like, there's (laughs) no way. And, and now that he's shown up again, I'm starting to be like, this is a little too convenient. I think
0: Mm, Yeah.
3: canon wise, but yeah, it's funny. He's funny though. And it worked. I didn't know
1: that that planet's supposed to be, you said it's the same planet from chapter one. So maybe Trapper is like patrolling that area.
3: Yeah. And, but that's the thing though. So like are, how close are these planets? Because we have got, we haven't gotten the Atlas or anything, anything canon to point where they are like in the galaxy. But I'm thinking, you know, he's traveling from Tatooine to what she says is the next system over. And I have, you know, my little head stuff on like how far that would take them, how long that would take them in reality. But besides that, they're just going to the next system over or whatever. And it just so happens that they're passing a planet that he's already been to. And I don't know. It just seemed there were, there was a lot convenient there I thought, but, um, but yeah, yeah, it's the same, it's the same ice planet from the first chapter. Yeah. J seeds back, huh?
4: He is, and he says, Razorcrest crashes, frog lady looking at it, could have saved 15% or more by switching to Manto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks
4: for your super chat. I
0: had to drop her uh, uh, Starship <laughs> insurance. Um, this episode's brought to you by. Um, well, if they, had a ge- if they had a gecko, Baby Yoda would eat it, so they can't yeah. do that. <laughs> one, one bite. Very um true. All right, so let's let's kind of dive in here. Our overall thoughts on the episode. Obviously, you know we didn't rate it super highly, uh, so let's get into why um, things we like, things we didn't like. So whatever, so however you guys want to start with this. Um, Alex and Molly, why don't you kick us off with your general thoughts, and uh, we'll just have a chat about it.
1: I mean, I think that, like a lot of season one, my opinion of this episode will probably improve when we have the full season done, and or even maybe the full series, like. I remember after chapter four being like, I mean, that was fine, but clone wars did it. And like, "Eh, um, uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like I know what they were saying about din as a character. Uh, all that stuff, looking back, I'm like, okay, I see what the point of that episode was. And even if this episode doesn't have a point, um, I think it probably does. And will, it just doesn't forward the plot as much as I want but like not every episode can be like chapter nine, like they can't all be huge and big and uh fast paced and like show us Boba Fett. Like there's only right. so characters you can reveal at the end of a, an episode. So,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Cause there's a lot of rumored characters that there's still, people are expecting to show. up. We don't know if they're confirmed or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. You got to space that out. Cause then it could be too formulaic, I guess. But, uh,
1: as Molly told me earlier today, they can't all be bangers.
4: Yeah. <laughs> what a hip thing to say. Give
1: it a thing a five.
0: <laughs> just give it a five from the other room.
3: Five.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh overall, uh Molly, uh what, what gave this thing a middle of the road for you? Like, was there anything you were like, nah, were you looking at the timestamp? Or you just like uh eh.
2: Um, I mean a lot of it was that yeah, as when the episode was over, I was just like, meh, it, it wasn't a banger. But no. you know, I it had a lot of moments that I loved and obviously plenty of adorable baby yoda moments. Um, even though I didn't I didn't know how to feel about all the eating of the eggs. That
4: that was, <laughs> and just stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah. And yeah, and people were like, Oh, that's cute. And I'm like, well, uh, that's like the end of her bloodline. Right. right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's on a dozen from
0: stop and shop.
3: Yeah. It's
2: quite upsetting. When it, you think it was stressing
3: it. me out, thinking I wasn't going to get to learn where the Mandalorians were because <laughs> she was going to break off the deal. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Stop her- eating the eggs.
3: Did any of you guys get the
0: feeling the way like, I felt they were implying at the beginning that the eggs were of significance to baby Yoda. Cause he looked at them in a mm-hmm. um, mystical way and, uh, and, and maybe he didn't, but they mapped it out to me that it was that way. And then he goes up to it and almost uses the force and they draw to him. I'm like, what's the, so now there's a meaning for these things. And then again, like the jaw was in chapter two, it's like, Oh, ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I just, and again, it's I the second
0: worry. the second chapter of the of the season. So I don't know.
2: I, I worry also that Mando's just not feeding the child, and he's like, "Well, I, I'm just going to
4: eat these eggs."
0: <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. The kid and yeah, Big he didn't Daddy try to Daddy eat give him ketchup.
3: anything else. Yeah. Yeah, he. Oh, like no, if you're this, hungry, eat this.
4: He had a little meal kit at one point.
3: No, no, he did, but I felt like every, like everybody was eating at that point. Like, it wasn't like every time he ate one, he's like, "Look, stop eating that. If you're hungry, eat this. Eat this." You know. He did do it the look back. Like, good. is he looking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: son does that. He's like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, Daddy. Look, Daddy. Look, and then when I look, he runs away. You know. <laughs> um. So yeah, Lacey and James, what? Uh, you know, we you were on the lower end for your scores. Lacey, go ahead. Yeah. So, Lacey, what was your reasoning behind your hammering of the six on the score for you? I
4: don't know if it's a hammering. It's still above a five, but <laughs> <laughs> <It's so laughs> but uh, the reason I didn't—I don't think I connected with this episode—is because I don't like scary movies, and I don't like gore and gross stuff mm-hmm. like. And this was very kind of horror-esque. Like it had the moment where he's going up the egg, my anxiety was at an all-time high. I was like, oh my God, is something going to attack him? Because the music was there. Like the music in this episode was so good. There was one part where he's out in the snow and you hear kind of like his little like baby theme and it was very good. And uh, But the cave, I don't know, it was just crazy. Like this episode, like every turn of the episode, I was like, oh, this is weird. Oh, this is getting even more weird. (laughs) <laughs> oh, like this is she's bathing in this random place. She was that like, "Yeah, was- I just need to take my clothes off. And I was like, oh, oh all right. The frog and hot then,
0: tub was weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then
4: she's like, let me just throw my eggs in this thing. And I was just like, this is really weird. And then baby Yoda walks away and sees all the other eggs. And I was like, please don't. No, don't do that. <laughs> it reminded me a lot, though, of Harry Potter. Like, the, it's exactly what happens sure. in Harry Potter uh with the spiders and i hate bugs everyone knows this i hate bugs and this episode was like star wars space bugs and i was just like nah
1: Mm.
4: (laughs) Nah, my dog it's no for me
1: what's that alex how did you feel about dr mandible
4: Oh, he was fine. He was funny. Because okay. that's like a, like it's different when it's like a puppet being like, oh, I'm a bug. And you're like, oh, that's funny. And <laughs> yeah. c- obviously, the connection with Peyton Reed, I was like, oh, that's really clever.
0: And you're a big Therm Scissor Punch fan, too, which is not a bug, but, but that's it's in more the of a realm. lobster.
4: That's like yeah, a right. sea bug. It's a little, little different. It's a little gross. I'm just um, trying to draw the line. <laughs> spiders <laughs> are where i draw one yeah, uh, well, I say a big reason
2: why i gave it a five was the spider oh yeah you I, were
1: not happy when i
2: was hate like hey why, spiders. why are they taking over the ship why do we have to do this right now
3: yeah.
0: i yeah. was getting um uh starship troopers vibes when he was shooting them because it was just like mm-hmm. have you guys seen that movie mm-hmm. it's just like And the CG was probably just as bad. I'm not trying to hammer on Peyton Reed too hard, but the CG spiders weren't that convincing to me. Oh, I thought they were good. I like, I thought they were
4: pretty good. I thought the big one was good. The
0: little ones I had a little bit of a problem Uh, with.
4: There's the scene where baby Yoda's in the ship and the spiders are crawling on him and he's screaming or like whimpering. Oh God. I hated it. I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. (laughs) It wasn't fun for me. (laughs)
1: well here's I, a question I, How I, can... I panicked a little when they yeah, got I
4: don't like it i don't and know we, why and then when but, he ate it too i was like what is this gonna do to him i thought he was gonna get sick uh, guys anxiety i've never had so much
3: anxiety it was it was stress obviously but then also like if you have arachnophobia you, you would walk you you just turn the episode off you're like I mean, like real arachnophobia, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, I, I'm done. I can't, I, I will never watch this episode. I can't do it. And the other thing too, Wasn't is the that fan. there's a little bit of claustrophobic, uh, claustrophobia there too, with like, they're just getting backed up and backed up and backed up and backed up. And now they're only in the hole and they're like, we can't, we're, we're not getting out of here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of horror, a lot of, a lot of stress. Um, it, pro- it potentially, I don't know if you guys can think of one, but is this the scariest live action Star Wars thing ever? Is there anything in any movie that you can think that was like, I mean, I'm like bored gullet? Like I don't know. And I'd say it, yes because it scarier? stressed me
4: when Mando kept turning his back on Baby Yoda. Like he constantly mm. does that and I'm like it's still a baby. Like yeah. what are you doing? Uh
2: I'd say the Vader stuff in Rogue One is it's that's more kind of like slasher or mm-hmm. creepy. yeah. It wasn't I mean, it it was just scary. I was scared for those people that were just getting <laughs> out. I think that.
0: I think you nailed it there because it's one of those. If you import yourself into their situation, that's the most horrifying thing you could ever imagine yes. being in that hallway, not being able to open the door whether you know who Darth Vader is or not hearing the breathing and then the lightsaber you know what a lightsaber is like you know you're done like that's hard that is horrifying
3: yeah and yeah. I, all I the do weapons. agree with that but I know there are plenty of people that are like I'll take that over the spiders Oh, <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah. Gross. being like, attacked by thought, all those spiders Ugh. they' were gonna they got back to
1: the ship and I was like they're fine but I forgot like it was <laughs> like a hole in the ship.
4: And so then the spider shot <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it was very Force Awakens when it suctioned itself to the window. I was like, oh, yeah. this is like kind of yeah. Force Awakens-y. Yeah.
0: That's true. I so here's a quote. oh here we have um Kyle Hughes. Mini Suga. Okay. Yeah. Suga. Yeah.
4: The mini Gross Suga. Gross spider suga. Th- thank you. Unless Kyle. you're talking about frog eggs, which are the frog
3: eggs, I think. Yeah. I like the family
0: lightsaber photo too. Very cool, Kyle. Thanks, man. Um So why isn't I have a theory on this? I want to hear what you guys think. Like, why isn't Baby Yoda using the Force more for defensive purposes, like we did see him do in season one? My my theory, and maybe I'm wrong, is I think he's only used it to help save other people. He's never used it when he was in trouble. I don't know
3: if that's right or not, but I'm just throwing that out there.
1: I think you might be right. Yeah,
3: that might not be the intention, but I think you're accurate as far as statistically. Yes. Like that thing was on his head. He could have smashed that thing through
1: a I wall. I thought that's what he was going to mm-hmm. do. I thought yeah. he was going like to force crush all of them or something, do something where everyone went like, whoa. But yeah,
3: right. The yeah.
2: frog really stepped it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that when was the, so funny. The... It was like a little hand, PP7, James Bond, just like, bang. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked that frog that. character. I don't know why, yeah. but like, I did feel like it was something about like, the design of the character, the clothes they're wearing, or like something about like the attitude or the voice or something. Cause obviously later, you know, she kind of speaks to the droid or whatever, but I don't you know. Say, I, I kind of, what's his name back for that? Yeah. 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 I, 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 I did like the thing. And I like that when you watch it with subtitles, it says frog lady speaking frog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't speak.
4: Frog. Yeah. So we got a super <laughs> chat from Megan who agrees with me and that, the frog lady hot tub felt odd. It did. But I think they tried to remind us that she's reptilian, so her body temperature could be affected by the cold. I agree. Yeah. It was just very interesting that he turns the corner and he's like, you're naked. Please put your clothes back on and please come back to the ship.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you put a cowl on?
2: Constantly impressed by her because, yeah, she she like hot wires the droid to get her mm-hmm. point across.
4: So cool. Yeah. <laughs> This That's the fair. hot
2: uh, or the hot springs thing is just a power move in in my opinion. She's just <laughs> yeah.
4: like
1: uh,
2: you guys hang out. I'm gonna go over here and relax. <laughs> I didn't,
1: I didn't make it until now, but like this kind of continues on the theme of communication from episode one, just between the Tatooine settlers and the Tusken Raiders, and now Mando can't communicate with Frog Lady, and she finds a way to do it, and I
0: don't know. he tries to chop the onions. And he just can't <laughs> get the message across at all. Uh, I the, the only thing I didn't like about... For, yeah. The only thing I didn't like about Frog Lady was um, she was like really condescending towards Mandalorian when she was able to finally speak through the droid. She's like, oh, I thought yeah. you were Mandalorian. Do you not... That
2: was kind of like a low I mean, blow just to, just to get it. A- <laughs> like, okay,
0: well. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just want to hit the sack. Uh, he, like, he had all these different words for taking a nap. And then he goes, and he says, "Sweet dreams." Mandalorian says, "Sweet dreams."
4: I like <laughs> that Baby Yoda has a little hammock that it sleeps in.
3: Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> it's and he does like <laughs> cuddled up with Mandalorian. A little lava too, lamp up, up there.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has a poster of Yattle on his ceiling that he just looks at when <laughs> he goes awful. to bed at night. No, it's All a right. baby.
4: <laughs> All right. Man.
0: Um, something else I wanted to bring up um oh so i the one thing i mean we've been kind of making fun of the episode a bit but i mean we all liked it because we're star wars fans so that's like that's the whole deal i I think the slow burn of this show the intentional slow burning cigar of john favreau's is like i think they're setting up for like something horrible happening to baby yoda because in see you know episode one they kept having to do Mm -hmm. reminders like hey he's over here he's safe and in, in this one it's like. Really focused on him in these very vulnerable situations, and he gets out of it. Or Mando's paying attention. Something's going to happen at some point in the season where it doesn't work out, and they're they're slowly getting our our uh, our anxieties up on an episode like this, so that every time we keep seeing him, we think it's like it's going to happen, and then eventually, I think it is. I just don't know what it's going to be.
2: Hmm. I think it'll break my heart. Well, no, maybe. <laughs>
1: terrible will happen to him but it could be just like yeah he keeps wandering off and keeps doing these things and then like den might feel some extreme guilt if baby yoda wanders off and gets captured by gideon again yeah
4: again yeah
0: yeah
1: but i also think it's building up to maybe baby yoda doing something worse than force choking kara dune
0: or Mm, i Mm -hmm. I I think that
1: escalating
0: Oh, okay. That's interesting. Do you do you guys have theories? Because um, we've bopped around our theories on the Resistance broadcast and here, but Alex and Molly, in terms of why Gideon wants Baby Yoda, not really. <laughs> <So>
2: cute. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's all. That's yeah, it. Yeah, he just thinks he's cute. Yeah.
0: Um, I am a little. Oh, have- I
2: I mean, the, when we first saw the guy. With the Kaminoan patch oh, yeah, on his yeah. arm, I was like, okay, people are trying to get the child so they can, like, maybe study midichlorians and figure out more mm-hmm. about the force. But Gideon, I, who knows? I don't yeah. know, He might just want it because everyone else wants it and he just wants to get it first.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I wonder if it's going to be a big reveal or what. But um, I don't you... think they
1: put that Kaminoan patch on there for no reason.
0: Yeah, I'm right,
1: right. It's not like they were like grab any old patch and throw yeah. it on there.
0: <laughs> this, yeah, I just found this in my locker. Oh, um, nice. Thank you, David, for the uh, super chat, buddy. He was Baby Yoda was cute when he was snuggled with Mando. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they had their own little like dorm. It's funny, it's like bunk beds. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is one. I I was. I don't know we're a quarter of the way through the season. I don't like the the taboo using the word filler. I know, you know, like even people from Lucasfilm get annoyed when people use it. So we have to think of another word to use. That's not as uh, triggering, I guess, but, um, but I think because it is a slow burn type of show, you know, that's the type of things you're going to get sometimes. But I, I am a little miffed that, you know, Muff Gideon hasn't shown up yet and we're a quarter of the way through and you have such a talent like Giancarlo Esposito and we had this whole episode, and I think the the main thing I find uh, this that I disliked about this episode was that Mandalorian wasn't communicating with anybody who spoke basic, so it was almost like he was just like on his own, and everything else was just foreign to him. Uh, I, I feel like you need another human esque presence, uh, and I don't know, maybe, and maybe that's just me liking that type of the camaraderie of Star Wars, uh, like the. Han, Luke, and Leia thing, or the you know Poe Finn, you know whatever you want to say, Han and Chewie, like uh, just having your your partner in crime who you communicate well with. I don't know, but um, I, I still enjoyed the episode. Though I'm not trying to like bag on. it. Yeah, thank you, Christian Morales. Mando is doing his best to be a dad. The best shot is at the end when they take a nap. Nothing says dad like taking a nap with your kid. I mean, <laughs> that's true, man. Thank you, that's Christian.
2: All about. Being a parent and kind of the the struggles yeah. of it. Like We got Frog Lady with her eggs, and we got Mando with the child, and even the spider with all of its baby spiders.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so speaking, why don't we? Speaking of, uh, well, just real quick, when you were talking about yeah. people who don't speak um, basic or whatever, I, yeah. I thought that, what, the character's name Pelly. Pelly. Uh, yeah. Amy Sedaris. I, I this was my favorite episode with her. I f- I feel like often. Uh, in episode five, she uh, wasn't really my favorite character. And I was a little bummed when I saw her in in chapter one, but I was like, okay, I think this character is probably going to stick around for a while. But in this one, I actually thoroughly enjoyed her. I had fun with the humor. I thought her jokes uh, were good and landed. And I, and I felt like uh, I can kind of expect this out of this character now. So it's kind of playful uh, when she, she's going like, everything's okie dokie. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah for one thing, you know, like. Just one thing. Oh, I just like, met I, her five minutes ago. Like, yeah, that all that, all yeah. that stuff, and with the the five hundred dollar buy in and and all this, and she felt like a, a very in control character. Do you think she's going to be? Do you guys think she's going to be a regular?
1: I'm kind of starting to expect that from not just her, but more like we saw that the Mithril is going to be back later this season. Oh, right, right. It's, it's like so. I mean it does make sense if it's a TV show it's like yeah most shows have their cast that revolves and has recurring roles so I don't know why I expected different from Star Wars just because it's like yeah you can go to any planet do anything but it's like no they're probably going to build up a cast and I kind of hope that if Pelly does continue that it gets to a point where Mandos like no 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 like trying to get away from her or something yeah. like <laughs> you're always doing something <laughs> to mess with me but... she's is-
2: basically his contact at on tatooine so i think anytime we go back there we'll probably see her
3: Yeah. yeah i that's the thing is i i think i'm with you alex Is i was i i think i'm thinking chapter or not chapter two season two was going to be even even more they were gonna meet new people and the crazy stuff and it feels like so far it's like, oh, we went back to Tatooine. Like, oh, there's a nice planet. Could it be this planet or this one? It's like, no, it's the same one from season one. We're going to get yeah. a lot of the same character. He's separate. Right now, like, we're very well aware, like, of the actors who lead the show, right? So we're going to get Cara Dune and Grief Karga back. We already We already know that because that's marketing. But in the reality that he's in he's free from them. He did business with them and he could go on whatever, but somehow he's inevitably going to end up back with those characters again. And it just feels like there's a lot of stuff right now being reused from season one that I'm like, I would like, I, I hope that we see more new planets, new characters. Um, Cause that's why I think it was such a breath of fresh air to get um, Cobb Vanth. Cause it was yeah. like this is a new fresh character for season two. It was a, it was a coat of paint.
1: Well, I'm yeah. thinking even back to like Star Wars animation. So it just in Star Wars TV in general, they do keep using the same characters. Like how many times mm-hmm. you gonna run Hondo Ohnaka? Like using <laughs> yeah. both, they reuse them. You it's leave
3: kinda, him out of this.
1: <laughs>
3: I, like I like Hondo, but
1: it's like I love Hondo. Yeah, it, it is one of those things where it's like. I don't I don't know why I have these different expectations of like yeah. no, they're gonna meet someone brand new every episode. It's like yeah. no, it's a show. Like they want to build up a cast.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um so why don't we just do a brief speculation on where we think we're going? Um, so we you know, gotta assume um we may finally get to that to like uh seaport thing. Lacey, what do you have any thoughts where this episode kind of ends in that shot from the trailer where his ship is completely just fried and dinged mm-hmm. up. Like where mm-hmm. where do you think we're headed? Are we finally gonna see Kara in, in grief? Are we gonna get some off getting action finally? Where, where 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 where's your speculation at?
4: Well I honestly didn't really give much thought into what's next. Cause I was just like, so creeped out from the spiders. I kind of like left the <laughs> show being like, <laughs> I need a break from this. I, just, with fire. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, I hate bugs. Um, But yeah, I thought of the trailer where his ship is just wrecked and you're like, man, what happened to him? And then you see it and you're like, oh, and then you start piecing together things that you've seen in the trailer to figure out what's when in the timeline of the episodes. Um, But it seems like a lot of people in the chat and what I've seen online is people think the boat episode is next because someone figured out that the frog lady is with Mando in the trailer on the seaport uh, planet. So they think that's coming next, which means Sasha Banks is in the next episode.
3: Nice, and also,
4: it's, uh, and
3: also, I thought this was going to be the boat episode because it was called the passenger.
4: Oh yeah, what uh, were you yeah.
2: saying, Molly? Sorry, uh, in the trailer you can see her tank of eggs. I guess oh, and yeah. back and like very very briefly in
4: the trailer, but you so, can. Yeah. That's how you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Give me the Emmy, <laughs> Sasha Banks. Uh, no, we were just joking around because people were like, but wow, she looks so good. She's gonna be so good." We're like, it's one shot. She's wearing a hood, and then she disappears. We're standing there. Let's just find. Let's find out. Um, you guys don't think she's uh, Sabine, right? No, I don't think. so.
1: I mean, I've even seen some people on
0: the big uh, rumor That'd be a
1: theory, the film side of things, being like, "Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I think she's probably gonna be." I hope she is Mandalorian related. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about how like Molly mentioned uh, that maybe she has a link to bo That's,
2: that's what I hope for her character that she, she is going to be the link to point Mando in the right direction. Maybe that's to other Mandalorians. And then they're like, well, okay. So my theory is bo is imprisoned. And when we Ooh. see them, like do that prison break scene in the trailer, like they're, Busting out Bo Katan because be Ma- locked yeah. her up. So uh, my hope is that she Sasha Banks will be the kind of link to other Mandalorians, and then they're like, "Okay, we got to okay. go." See.
1: And and I, I love the idea of kind of like what they're doing with Boba Fett, not just being like, "And boom, Bo Katan is here," but to be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're looking for Mandalorians? What if we find the Mandalorian that used to wield the dark mm-hmm. saber?" you know where Mm -hmm. she is like build up to Bo-Katan as well i'd really love that
0: that would be cool and there's no um everyone's pretty certain that it's either Katie Sackhoff or nobody is that the your Katie Sackhoff (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yeah there's that whole thing about the Ahsoka bit and how you know Ashley Eckstein didn't even get an audition so there's always that uh I, I don't know if there's bitterness or, or whatever, but there's always that thing like the, the crossover from the animated and who can make the jump and all yeah. that stuff. But um, James, do you have any? Uh, oh, go ahead, Molly. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, I follow Katie Sackoff on Instagram and I have seen her wearing a baby Yoda pin on her jacket.
0: On oh her yeah. Okay.
2: I don't
1: no do that unless she has great
4: work. workouts by the Not way. A if single anybody's person. looking for some at home workouts, she's got yeah. some legit ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Intense stuff?
4: Not intense, just good workouts.
1: I just realized if Bo-Katan is in this, and if they do another cardboard cutout, I might wind up with two cardboard cutouts from...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you. You bought a cardboard cutout of Cobb Band.
1: Already?
3: Did you really?
1: Never bought a cardboard cutout ever before, and then I saw... I'd like, buy well, that they too. They didn't do an action figure. Guess i getting a life-size cardboard cutout. Fine. <laughs>
3: Now I'm Dude, guessing a this Cobb is... Vamp hot toy would be so awesome.
0: Is it is it Cobb Vance with the helmet on, or is it Timothy Oliphant with the uh, full quaff? <laughs> uh,
1: it's helmet off, but they have one of each, so you can. <laughs> I got helmet
0: off. Do they have it where you can just put it over his face and just be like, like he's a, helmeted today. Do yeah, you do that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? That's funny, man. Um, James, do you have any, uh, thing you want to toss out there? I know you, uh, you, you got bit pretty hard by the trapper wolf thing. So I know you're probably That's really hesitant true. at this point. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm 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 pretty bad at theories, but I I will say that I think the two of you in the first episode said you thought we were getting Moff Gideon in episode two and I was the one that said I'm I'm holding out. I think it's going to be episode three, Um, episode three last season. uh, If we follow that, that vibe which it has felt so far you know with the first episode being what it was and the second episode being what it was the third episode was a big surprise and it was a lot of fun it was a great episode uh, in season one so I'm going to assume something big is going to happen in this one too uh, and I'm going to say this is the episode where the where baby Yoda gets stolen and uh, the end episode is the reveal that it was that Moff Gideon is the person who has gotten him back
0: ooh all right. I don't that's know. That's my guess. Have... Okay. We have super chat from Sweet, uh, Sweet Star Wars Delight. Uh, Mithril shows up again. And while on that ship, he has Kara where the vac tube is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just this one thing. I got to go. I haven't gone in three months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the Hazlab thing just hit the new goal, which is they have a flushable vac tube now. So it's. Um, oh, man. Little... Wait, flush?
2: What
4: a time. No, I mean? no, okay. He's it. making that up. That's not a thing. <laughs>
0: They, you oh, get a little thimble and put the water in. Um, no, uh, I don't know. It's, I, like, I think every episode until it happens, I'm going to just speculate that we're getting Moff Gideon just because I really want to see him and flesh out the character more. And I would like to see his home turf because we've only seen him show up with his crew. I'd like to see his compound. You know, Where is a post-Empire Imperial? What is that like? Is it a Star Destroyer? Do they have a planet where he has you know a, a military compound like i want to see that side of the coin instead of us just bopping around in different places um and that's not trying to be a complainer or anything but i really want to get into the moff gideon and develop the next hopefully great star wars villain and hopefully he doesn't get killed off after we get to know him like they do a lot on star wars with villains so um but yeah that's i mean that's pretty much it does anyone else have anything else you want to tell us uh, out there
3: before we hop out of here Do you guys think his name is Dr. Mandible or do you think that was just a fun insult because (laughs) she's like, Dr. (laughs) Mandible over here.
2: Well, (laughs) we talked about it. um, We
3: we talked a lot about
1: Dr. Mandible on on our our show.
2: (laughs) Charlie from Imperial Senate uh, said that, I mean, he's a doctor. He knows what he's talking about.
1: (laughs) We're like, this this episode's not filler. Like Dr. Mandible's going to save... The Mandalorian from the Blue Shadow virus, like the series finale, uh, <laughs> uh, and then we were like, "God, is he a surgeon?" And I was like, "Was he drinking before surgery at the cantina?" <laughs> <laughs> I
4: just, I,
0: I just finished watching Lost, and that reminds me of
3: Lost. Uh, right? Or
4: he's like the doctor or- in Thirty Rock, which is not a real doctor, and he's just
3: Doctor Spaceman. Doctor Spaceman. Yeah. Sp- um, <laughs> no, or Yanni a- also- Tor from Scrubs. Well, also, um uh dang it now I just had his name in my head, but all the, the, other other doctor the doctor Dr. Easter in- eggs. Well, <laughs> a new hope, right? Evason? Dr. Avazon, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, just
1: a bunch of hanging out in the cantina.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a couple it's of
4: good looking guys.
0: guys cocktails <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that's that. that's a cardboard,
0: a that's a cardboard cutout. Either. Sorry, James. I was gonna say that's a cardboard cutout. If you get a Dr. Evason, you put the helmet over that one.
1: Oh <laughs> To, if they do a Doctor Mandible's cardboard cutout, I'm like the floodgates are open now.
0: <laughs> Molly's gonna <laughs> like wake up one day with out. that thing in her face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I I joked to him and I was like, I'm gonna put that cutout of Cobb bantha next to you while you're sleeping, and he goes, so he's protecting me while I sleep. <laughs> so I feel warm. So i so feel safe. I was like,
0: put it outside <laughs> the bedroom window. <laughs> 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 I feel like uh, home alone. Um, all right. So I think that pretty much wraps up uh, this episode. Um, Alex and Molly, uh, I'm sure everyone knows where to find you guys by now. Obviously, uh, youtube.com slash star Wars explained on YouTube, right? Um, do you, ha- you guys plug your plug away, just whatever you guys got coming up or got going on. And you just did the, the, uh, squadrons with Jonas. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Uh, so yeah, have at it.
1: Uh, Yeah. I don't know if we have anything crazy coming up. We're, we're on Twitch. We're on Twitter. We're on Patreon. You have your own Twitter. You have your own Twitch.
2: Yes. (laughs) Both, both of those are at Molly Damon. Um, Com chatter is every Monday and uh, we've got some exciting guests lined up for that.
0: Nice. Yeah. Cool. I feel feel bad for you guys.
3: i was gonna say i feel like, bad for you guys because uh from a certain point of view is about to come out and i just found out that the audiobook is 18 hours oh, oh i'm man. i've
1: been reading that for like three weeks i'm almost i done. know
3: <laughs> yeah i'm like
1: <sighs> it's long That's
2: ridiculous'm one and a half speed probably
0: yeah do you guys do audiobooks <laughs> m- uh, mostly i do yeah I, I, me too
1: i, I retain better if i read well mm. i
2: do yeah. I kind of do most, because we we get sent the co- the physical copies so I'll like put earbuds in and listen and read at the same time. Oh, I idea. do that too. Yeah. Or else I'll just fall
1: asleep. That's-
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> for, for the solo fans out there, the L3 story, I ju- that was the last one I read and it was very good.
0: Yeah, when does it take place? No spo- like no spoilers or whatever, but.
1: Uh, kind of over the th- this one is kind of weird compared to A New Hope. The the first from a certain point of view, it was very like this is all in order. Yeah. One is kind of like some stories go from the beginning of the movie to the end. Uh, I don't know how they chose when to place all these things, but L three is placed from like, it's like the second half of the movie.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we want to thank everybody who tuned in alive. Um, obviously for those who, uh, aren't able to make it live, you'll be able to watch it on the channel and also on all of our podcast apps. Uh, the resistance broadcast is every Monday and Thursday. Also on these same platforms, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify. It's my favorite for audio. Love Spotify. Um, star Wars, newsnet.com for all of your star Wars news reviews, editorials, information, and more. We're doing written reviews of the Mandalorian episodes too. And Lacey made her debut on star Wars news Net, writing about the uh, interview you did with Hasbro. Good job.
4: Thank you. Good
0: way to go <laughs> uh i do want to the thank- panic
4: that ensued
0: you were freaking <laughs> out a little bit about it but yeah um uh i want to thank our patrons the mando fan show wouldn't exist without you uh patreon.com slash resistance broadcast if you do want to support us tier start at two dollars a month and you get 10 additional videos and a lot of other stuff but a uh, special shout out to our generals carmelo andrew staley jeremy myers neil shaw david probus john Reese, micah harrison Jedda Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Bethany, Russ Harbison, and Kendall Kellner. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, next Friday, November 13th, we'll be joined by Ming Chen from Kevin Smith's Comic Book Men. Uh, we're very excited for him to join the crew. Uh, Alex and Molly, thank you again so much for joining us. This is two weeks in a row. We're hanging yeah. out. So fun. <laughs> so next week's going to be a little bit of withdrawal. but Or you can, can guys- come back,
4: <laughs> and then we'll just be like, again. That's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. So
0: maybe, yeah, you'll have to come back on the Resistance broadcast and um hang out whether that's after the holidays and things slow down and all that but really thank you guys so much for joining us and thanks again for having us last week that was a lot of fun appreciate that That all right and from james lacy and myself thanks for watching listening and we'll see you next week on the mando fan show see you around kids